it's because of uh, there's a Quran verse uh, seven one fifty seven. Yep. And yeah, it says, and I understood that verse to mean that Muhammad uh, is still like in the Bible. Oh yeah. That you guys have Jews and Christians. That's actually a verse yeah. we use to prove that the Quran testifies the Bible is not corrupt because it says the Torah and the Gospel with them. But see, this is the problem. Yeah. Because you think the Quran is the word of Allah and Muhammad is a true prophet. If the Quran says Muhammad is in the Torah and the Gospel, he's going to be there. If he's not there, that means the Bible is corrupt. No, that's reverse logic. If the Quran says Muhammad is mentioned in the Torah and the Gospel of the Jews and Christians at the time of Muhammad, and we have copies of the Torah and the Gospel, and we know what it looks like, showing that what we have today is what they read back then. And there is no prophecy of Muhammad. That's why we reject Muhammad. See, this is the thing. You're doing the reverse. Oh, Muhammad's not in the Bible. The Bible's corrupt. No, no, no. It's because Muhammad is not in the Bible, the Quran is false. You got it reversed. Okay. You mean, wait, 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 hold on. You got a problem. Muhammad, you're, you're, you're going to now bury the Quran. You mean the same Genesis that the Quran says Jesus confirmed between his hands? So Jesus knew less than you and you're smarter than Jesus? Go to chapter yeah, 3, verse so, 50. You just blasphemed Jesus. You no, just insulted Jesus. I didn't blasphemy Jesus. Yes, you did. Because in chapter I'm 3, I'm verse 50, it says Jesus confirmed that Torah between his hands. And the only Torah okay. the Jews had I'm, is the Torah that has Genesis 1 or 2, which you just said is full of contradictions, means that you're smarter than Allah and Jesus because it's your God that inspired Jesus oh, to confirm. Okay, well, read it. I read 350. And a verifier of that which is before me of the Torah, and that I may allow you part of that which has been forbidden to you. And I come to you with a sign from your Lord. Therefore, be careful of your duty to Allah. Okay, so me. Jesus verifies what? The Torah. Yeah, and literally in the Arabic, it's mustadiqin lima baina yadeya, between my hands. So can you prove to me that yeah, the Torah, can you prove to me that the Torah of Jesus did not have Genesis 1 and 2? No, I can't prove it. So why is Jesus confirming I, I, Genesis 1 and 2, which is full of contradictions? So you mean your God, Allah, misled, deceived Jesus? No, it's not for Allah. But hold on. That's the Torah he confirmed. Go to 546. Yeah. As he sent after them in their footsteps, Isa, son of Miriam, verifying what was before him of the Torah, and gave him the Injil, in which was guidance and light, and verifying what was before it of Torah and a guidance, and an admonition for those who guard against evil. And now literally it says, Jesus came in the footsteps of the prophets before him who all used the Torah to judge. That's the context of 43 to 45. And literally the Arabic says, Musaddiqan, sadaqa, the verb to confirm as true, to bear witness as true, min bayna yadehi, between his hands, min al-Torah, of the Torah. And then his gospel confirmed the Torah between his hands. So again, can you prove to me historically, give me one manuscript, a shred of historical evidence, that the Torah that Jesus confirmed did not have Genesis 1 and 2, which you just attacked. I don't mean to attack the Bible. I, I no. Just give me proof. Know, I don't know much about. Yeah, I, I can't give you the proof. So that the Torah have... of Jesus and yes, the answer is yes because we have the manuscript proof, the Dead Sea Scrolls. Have Genesis one and two. Yes. Yeah, I guess they have. So why did Allah have your Jesus, Isa, confirm it? Um. I don't know, but Muhammad also confirmed the Torah, which was with the Jews. Oh, good. So and that Torah it. had what? Yeah. The Old Testament. Yeah, but what? Did it have Genesis 1 and 2? Yes, it did. So why does Allah have your Muhammad and your Jesus confirm that Torah 
that had Genesis 1 and 2. And didn't you just admit Ibn Taymiyyah confirm that the Torah is not corrupt? There are some scholars who admit that's not corrupt. Yeah, there were many different views in his day. Okay, so why did Ibn Taymiyyah agree that Torah that had Genesis 1-2 is not corrupt, which means he's stupid too? Okay, maybe, well, uh, could it be that um, that uh, they're conforming the, the, the revelations in these words, not necessarily the, the false statements and the Where does it qualify saying that Jesus only confirmed that which is sound and then exposed corruption to it? Don't add to the verses. You're doing the very thing you accuse Jews and Christians of, twisting, changing the words of the Quran from their places. You're doing the very thing. You just twisted the words of the Quran with your tongue. Show me that. Okay, it's not enough. Okay, no, I can't show you that. Okay. Explain, explain the Ibn Abbas's commentary on Oh, yeah, yeah. Even, let's go with that. Even if that's a statement from Ibn Abbas, all you're proving is a source that comes 200 years later, has Ibn Abbas saying the Bible's corrupt. Okay, but did you just not admit for everyone here? Renowned scholars like Ibn Taymiyyah said the Torah is not corrupt. Yeah. Say it again. Yes, I did admit So it. wait, didn't Ibn Taymiyyah know that statement from Ibn Abbas? Yeah, I'm sure he did. And he still said there are scholars on the basis of the Quran that say that the Torah is not corrupt? Yeah, because they used the hadith of our Prophet where he swore by the Torah. Oh, so Ibn Abbas is smarter than your Prophet. He swore by the Torah, but Ibn Abbas' statement is more authoritative than Muhammad. See what you did well, again? I'm just saying that that hadith caused a lot of confusion and maybe we're not understanding what our oh, Prophet did. Like, so hold on. Yeah, the scholars who studied these sources thoroughly and didn't just appeal to that hadith, they also appealed to 6115. And Bukhari quoted it, right? Bukhari quotes yeah. Ibn Abbas, right? Okay. Yeah, now let me show you what Bukhari also said. I'm going to read to you what he says. And he's the one who quotes Ibn Abbas, right? Yeah. Bukhari's yes. the one who quotes Ibn Abbas saying, why do you ask the people of the book anything when they don't ask you anything? When you have the revelation coming fresh to you and they, on the other hand, distort their books, writing it with their hands and saying it is from Allah, when it's not from Allah. That's what you're referring to. The yes, same Bukhari okay. that quotes it. I just gave you the link. Can you click on it? Okay. So the words of Allah Almighty, it is indeed a glorious Quran preserved on a tablet by the mount and an inscribed book. Katara said that Mustur means written. Yastur means they inscribed. And the Um Al-Kitab is the whole of the Quran and its source. He said that Matafizm means he does not say anything, but that is that it is written against him. Ibn Abbas said, both good and evil are recorded. And Yuharafunna, this is now tampering, changing. The word Yuharafunna in 446. Now notice the explanation. No one removes the words of one of the books of Allah Almighty, but they twist them, interpreting them improperly. Wait, 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 wait. Al-Bukhari just quoted Ibn Abbas saying, no one removes the words of one of the books of Allah Almighty. But how do they twist them? Interpreting them improperly. The same Bukhari that quoted that hadith from Ibn Abbas, which you are misapplying to teach that Ibn Abbas taught the text was corrupted? The same Bukhari? Bukhari just quoted Ibn Abbas saying, no one can remove, change any of the words of Allah's books. They twist them 
They remove them by misinterpreting them. Then you're going to quote this hadith instead of trying to understand it and this statement of Ibn Abbas and Muhammad's attitude because that's all you have. You don't have much. And if you read Arabic, do you read Arabic? A little bit. Okay, well, if you go back to the main link, I give you the Arabic, a fresh translation of the Arabic on top. They corrupt the word means, they alter or change its meaning, yet no one is able to change even a single word from any book of God. The meaning is that they interpret the word wrongly. And then you'll see the complete quotation in Arabic. We provide it right there. Show us where we mistranslated when even Aisha Beauty translated it similarly. So Ibn Abbas is not your friend. If you read him in context, he's not saying they wrote a book with their hand and twisted the text, meaning the books of the Bible. He's saying they passed off forgeries that had nothing to do with the books that God sent down, the Torah and the Gospels. Those books remain intact and corruptible. That's what Ibn Abbas believed if I read him in context. Now go to 1590 because I'm going to show you your Quran says your Quran is corrupt. Like as we sent down on the dividers, those who made the Quran into shreds. They did what to your Quran? They shred the Quran. That doesn't mean it's corrupted. Of course sir. it doesn't mean that. Because see, if that said it about the Bible, you would be throwing in my face. See, those who shredded the Torah, those who shredded the gospel. Aha, you see, the Quran says your Bible is corrupt. But it can't mean that because yeah, it says that about the Quran. Listen, if you shred one Quran, it doesn't mean you shred all Who of told the you it's shredding what Quran? You're saying the unbelievers had copies of the Quran? It wasn't even collected in a book yet. Yeah. I, so I how did they shred it? Whatever, whatever early copies they shred, that doesn't mean all the copies are shredded. Oh, okay. Notice your logic. Just because some copies were shredded doesn't mean the rest. But you don't apply that logic to the Bible where it has hundreds of thousands of manuscripts. You see? Well, let me not exaggerate around close to 30,000 manuscripts. Let me be careful. I don't want to, that was hyperbole. I was exaggerating. So we have nearly 30,000 copies of the Bible. When the Quran says people were shredding the Quran, even though it doesn't make any sense because the Quran wasn't compiled in a book, but let's argue it was. There were copies of the Quran, people shredded. That doesn't mean the Quran was completely corrupt, even though it says they shredded. But when you can't find anything similar that the Quran says about the Bible, you take certain verses out of context, see the whole Bible everywhere is corrupt. Why didn't you apply that same logic to the Bible? We have nearly 30,000 copies of the different books of the Bible, buddy. How many do you have? Yeah, but because we, we know the Bible is corrupted. That's why we have to interpret Did Ibn Taymiyyah know that? Did Al-Bukhari know that? Did Ibn Jawziyah know that? Did they know that? Yeah, Did Al-Razi know that? They can get things wrong. They Did Jesus know them. that when he confirmed the Torah in his hand? I don't know. So you know more than Jesus, Muhammad, Allah, oh, and the ulama. No, you, you know more than Bukhari. Bukhari, who you believe was the greatest collector of sound hadith, whose collection, Sayyidina Bukhari, is second to the Quran in terms of authority. He knows much less than your apologists and scholars today. Yeah, you're right. The guy didn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I agree. No wonder Shabir Ali is becoming a munafiq because he's throwing all these sources on the bus like you do. You're doing the same thing. I didn't know the sources. I just, I just got stuck. All right. At least you're honest. I got stuck.